Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Hi, welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode, I'm flying solo. As we kind of keep moving into this new year and pushing ourselves forward, which we kind of all have to do, there's a couple of things about photography that I think are unique. And some of those unique things is why people pick up the camera and the love of photography and what that love of photography means. And for every photographer, it actually can mean something different. So many photographers, like I said, shoot for various different reasons and we've talked about in different episodes of, of Focus about that. But I think the focus on the fact that people sometimes picking up the camera and, and going out and capturing stuff has been a real saviour. It has really saved people um, their sanity, just trying to keep their purpose of self-worth and a whole range of different things where they've been able to have something to have purpose for, like to have this thing, photography. And for a lot of people, it's it's personal, like it's for them. Like it's not shooting for other people. They're capturing stuff and that makes them feel good and they kind of love seeing the results. And, you know, differently for some people with um, photography, it's interesting the lone wolf idea about... Because a lot of photographers are lone wolves and we've talked about lone wolves before on focus but a lot of people who do say street photography or landscape photography those types of um, photos are typically can be done by yourself so you're not actually not with anyone you know different if you're going doing a portrait session if you're shooting portrait you've got the talent um, there that you're shooting so you're not kind of alone you've got people that you can talk to but if you're out if you're out in the wilderness or out in you know, the local lake or somewhere and you're by yourself and you've got your camera, you, you're essentially your own master and you can do what you want. So basically if you see an opportunity, you know, around the side of the lake, you can just take off on foot or do whatever to get to around there. You don't have to think about other people or, or, or kind of, oh, is it okay if we trek across the other side here? I know it's a bit muddy of this section there, but, you know, do you want to come across? You don't have to have, You don't have to make those calls. You don't have to actually ask those questions. When you're shooting as a lone wolf, you can just basically, if you need to jump in the car and drive to another location, you can. And it might be that you'll just drive to another location knowing that by the time you get there, you're going to have about five minutes of light left to shoot with. You can make that call as a you know lone wolf. You can just jump in there and just go and do it. And I think that's why a lot of people, a lot of people expressed to me on different forums and things we talked about, they they love that that element, the the, the solitude of being out alone with their camera capturing images and, and how it makes them feel and just the feeling that it gives them and satisfaction like I said it's for people that everyone shoots for different reasons and but there is a lot kind of a, I suppose a, a bit of a common theme that people do it sometimes for themselves and it's kind of feeds the soul feeds that creative soul inside that people you know we all you know regardless of what people do most people have some type of creative outlet whether it be you know, playing games or whether it be doing jigsaw puzzles or whether it be painting or, or sketching or 
writing poems or, or doing something else, most people have some type of creative, and it could be cooking, like creative, like any anything where you put your hands to work, like making a baking a cake or cooking a meal or or being able to get in the shed and fashion something out of timber or metal or do something like that. They're all creative processes. And like I said, photography is um, is a creative process. And like I said, the camera is simply just a tool, just the same as, a you know, if you're in the, in the shed and you've got a chisel and a hammer and a saw uh, and a block of wood, you know, if you with those tools, you can shape that piece of wood into an object. You can make something from nothing. Same as with your camera, you can take your camera out with a blank memory card and you can you can find the subjects, you can find you know the light, you can find those things and you can create those exposures and you can capture those things and you, you end up making an image and once you've made the um, image, and it's, it's always kind of interesting, I suppose, talking about taking, I'm going to take a photo, you know, do you take a photo or do you make a photo? And it's kind of interesting because I know over the years um, when we were kind of, I suppose before we had, my wife and I had kids, we, we used to have a lot of international students come and say, so we were with an organisation where we would, they would build it out international students from all around the world. And one of the first things I noticed was, you know, a lot of the European students that we'd had from, you know, Germany and French and different other countries, you know, when, when you'd bring the camera out, they go, oh, do you want to make a photo? You know, you uh, yeah, we take, well, yeah, we're going to take your photo. Like, but they, you know, quite often were saying, "Oh, do you want to make a photo?" And I hadn't really thought about it much because we were always in Australia. We always say about, "Oh, can I take your photo?" And it's kind of interesting because when you think about it, do where are you going to take it to? Like, if I'm going to take your photo, am I taking it somewhere? When you think about it, can I make your photo? It's kind of more probably closer to the reality of what you're doing because that's what you're doing. You're actually making something. Um, from scratch you're actually making a photograph so it's kind of interesting the different terminology and the different way talk about things but yeah so but like I said so the the lone wolf part of photography that solitude kind of I suppose getting connected to nature is one of the things that people love the photography is uh, it becomes like the the catalyst it's the reason that you've gone out to that area you've taken the camera with the hope of maybe photographing a bird that you've been trying to capture or, or photographing that unique sunset that you've been trying to get or it might just be something else or you might be trying to document um, the destruction of an area that you've loved and you've seen it kind of being developed and it's um, changing the whole character so you're documenting that. So there's a whole range of different things you can do, I suppose, as a, as a, a lone wolf. Then there's the other side of photography too where Photography can become social interaction with other people, and photo walks are very popular. And photo walks are kind of the opposite of a of you know the lone wolf. It's kind of like safety in numbers. There's a whole bunch of people all with their cameras all out looking for things to photograph and walking around, and all on a common goal to capture something unique. But all working together, and you've got the ability to be able to bounce ideas off other people. And for some people, that's what they need. Like you know, not everyone can do the lone wolf thing. I think. You know, some people are really, really good at it and they can be um, very successful and create some great images and keep motivated. Where sometimes people need the motivation of other people to go out because if they were left to their own devices, they'd probably find an excuse not to go, oh, no, look, it's a little bit overcast or, oh, it's a bit hot outside today, you know, or it's a bit cool. 
um, oh, I won't take the camera out. But when there's an organised photo walk and someone says, oh, at 2 o'clock we're all going to meet at this particular spot, blah, 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 and we're going to go and do a photo walk for two hours, people will go along because there's kind of like a sense of, you know, you're committing to something. You say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go, yeah. So once you've kind of committed, you kind of feel a little bit obligated. So for some people that works really well because it helps them get out with their camera when they probably wouldn't do it. So it's kind of like I said, some people will be doing it because of that involvement with others and the ability to be able to talk to people and I suppose look at their workflow and, and get tips and ideas and see things that they're seeing and trying to understand Especially if you're new at photography and you can, you know, you've got someone who's a bit older or who's who's a, probably a bit more experienced and been out shooting. Quite often, you can learn a lot from that person because they've developed some um, skills, have developed some things to be able to look at the world different and to better stop. Oh, why why are you stopping here and taking this photograph? Oh, well, see how the lines of these buildings intersect and see how the light's falling through here. This like makes a really pleasing image. Um, the person stops and look. I've walked past here a hundred times. I've never, I've never really thought about it like that. So again, so that sometimes can be one of the the great things about being, I suppose, in a group of people that you know, rather than the lone wolf, that you're actually socialising and basically getting out for people, but also learning something. And sometimes too, people find it comfortable because they don't have to kind of ask questions. They can just watch what people are doing. So they might be curious, but then they see people doing it and then they start to work out, oh, okay, they're doing that because of this type of thing. Because, you know, not everyone likes to ask questions. Sometimes people just want, you know, they don't want to ask the question in case they think that might come off as saying, that they, oh, well, you should know that. Um, some people sort of simply won't ask the question because they kind of might feel embarrassed if someone kind of, depending on the answer. Most photographers but are very, very um, forgiving, very, very generous with their time. And the more experienced the photographers are, the more I think you'll find how generous they are with their time and sharing their knowledge. People get to a point too where they're not feeling threatened anymore. Sometimes when people are first starting out, they can, you know, they don't, they, they've learned a few things so they want to keep them to themselves, they don't want to share it. People who've been shooting for a period of time quite often have no problem sharing it. They actually get a lot of joy out of actually bringing people along and helping other people get more out of their photography by sharing that information and seeing them get a new result that they hadn't seen before and just see that joy you know and quite often you know people who are photographers will know that feeling when you do capture that image on the back of the camera and you you look at it and you just know you've got something special you know I often quite often call it you know the photographer's happy dance you see that and you want to do your little happy dance and then run around and throw your arms up in the air and and do that and everyone had everyone has their own little variation on the theme but most people, you know, know that feeling once they've shot that shot. So that's really good. And sometimes, like, if you've been able to help someone achieve that, the feelings kind of pass down the line that, you know, you as a person helping that person also can feel happy about this person is really happy. They're really, they've really nailed this shot, so they're really, really pleased with themselves. So, yeah, why do people love photography? Why do people pick up the camera? Why do they shoot? And like I said, it's for a whole range of different reasons and, like I said, some people who have a very stressful job love to take the camera out and just shoot with the camera for no, with no real purpose in mind other than just trying to maybe capture some beauty or just trying to capture something unique but not being too hung up on trying to get the perfect shot but happily enough that they're out there creating something and they're capturing something 
that's far removed from their everyday life or you know you can imagine people working say at the moment in the medical field there's a lot of stresses in the you know on hospitals and and medicos and and those types of things and i know i see that in some of the groups i mean that there's a lot of people who work in the medical profession who have joined up and they've picked up a camera and they're using the camera as a as as a as a way of um i suppose getting some downtime and switching off what's happening in the world and just switching on to what you can see through the lens. And I think that's always interesting, like I said, when people start to discover that they can start seeing stuff through the lens and you can start seeing the world in a very different way. And once you start seeing the world in a very different way, like I said, the possibilities open up to you, what you can actually do. Like I said, it's just, you know, a lot of people, it's like a you know watershed moment. Sometimes people can understand how powerful photography can be and like I said, for a lot of people, it becomes a therapy. It becomes a way of coping. It becomes the you know the way of of expressing themselves as well. And I think photography is you know at a point now where nearly everybody has access. Most people in the world have access to some type of photographic imaging device that they can use that to express themselves. And I think we're seeing more and more people now picking the camera up, and the camera is becoming a not just a tool for documenting um, and recording what happened which for a lot of the time cameras that's what their kind of purpose has been it's been documenting you know the the family milestones the birthdays the you know engagements the weddings and those types of things now photography kind of still does all that stuff it still acknowledges all those all those milestones but i think also photography now gives people a um, creative voice and platforms that have been created out there like instagram and facebook and Many of the other digital platforms where people can put their images up, people have created their own little community, I suppose, of, of people who are interested in what they're doing. And like I said, sometimes, you know, there's safety in numbers. Quite often, if you're very passionate about shooting wildlife like birds, there's plenty of birding groups on various social media sites that you can jump on and share, share your images and get tips and ideas and Sometimes you might have shot a bird that you're just having trouble identifying what that bird is and as soon as you drop it on that site, you know, you'll have three or four people straight away coming in saying it's this, this, this and this or it could be that or I'm pretty sure it's this. So like I said, it's kind of great that you can find these people. Like you, know, you can find, and we've talked about it a number of times on, on Focus, um, about finding your tribe and photography, I still believe it is very much about kind of finding your tribe sometimes, like finding that group of people that you can click with, you can connect with, and basically help you, that lift you up and, and help you want to go out and shoot. And I think that's the thing, like, you know, like I said, people love photography for many different reasons. And, you know, I know there's big people out there sitting there listening to this and going, well, I love photography because of this. I love what it brings to my life, um, how it makes me feel. You know, I love shooting my family and, and capturing those moments and, you know, they're, they're very special to me. And I think that's what, it, you know, what attracts people. Everything, everyone's going to be attracted by a slightly different hook. But interesting enough, once, the, um, once photography kind of hooks people, it's very hard to get the hook out. Like people just, it is a, it becomes a lifetime hobby. I mean, I've been shooting since I was seven years old. I picked a camera up, I was given a camera to play with from my father because we had a dark room at home and I shot some shots and he showed me a couple of trick photography shots with forced perspectives, how he had me, you know, in the backyard standing on a one foot on a beer bottle. 
when I looked at it and he developed the picture and I looked at it and I said, that's so cool, you know, and basically our backyard was had sloped had a slope on it, so it sloped away. So basically, you know, positioned the beer bottle and I positioned myself um, and kept saying, move to the right, move to the left, okay, now stand on one foot, hold it, hold it, hold it, snap, bang, get the picture. And there, and there I am, when I look at the picture, it looks like I'm standing on top of the very narrow neck of a beer bottle balancing there perfectly when actually I had one foot on the ground and the beer bottle was actually, um, I wasn't standing on it whatsoever. But that was the hook for me. That was the thing that got me interested in photography. And then from that point onwards, I just kind of wanted to learn more and more about what you could do. And like I said, so I've always had photography in my life. So it's been, for me, the love of photography has been a lifelong a lifelong thing. And I think for many people too, like, you know, who, who discovered photography at an early age, you know, and photography is kind of ageless. Like it doesn't matter if you discover photography when you're 20 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, or even 80, 90, whatever. I, I don't think there's an age limit to being a photographer. You know, if you can hold the camera and you can point the camera and you can press the shutter and you can direct where the camera's pointed, you, you, you're capable of being a photographer and you're capable of being able to create some great images. And I think that's what like I said, that's one of the, I suppose, the other things about photography is it is available to people regardless of your education regardless of your background, you know, all those different things. When you get a group of photographers and, and when you do get a group of photographers together, they all come from incredibly different backgrounds, and which is always fascinating. You know, a lot of time there is a creative element in there, but sometimes there's not so much a creative element. Like I said, because people are all doing it for a different reason. Their love for photography is different. So what is your love for photography? Is there something, the reason that you pick up the camera? I mean... For some people, there might be the love of money because they can make money out of it. So if you're good good as a commercial photographer and, you, and you're really good at your job, some people do love making their money. That That's for them, that's the buzz of being able to, to get those big shoots and um, nail the shots and have the client happy and have the client happy to pay for it. So that's, again, various different reasons everyone picks up the camera. So we all pick it up for all highly different reasons. But like I said, it's for a common for a common thing, typically it's love, but that love, like we know, like again, you know, life, love can be defined in many different ways. You have a, you might have a love of your football team, or you might have the love of a food, or you might have a love for a friend, and then you got your love of your family members, and those loves are all different. Same as you can have your love for your photography, and like I said, so love's kind of a interesting um, construct that it actually, depending on the circumstances. It can be very different, you know. People love their pets. They sometimes people will love their car. Like they have a car that they're just so crazy about. They love. It might be their dream car they wanted to buy when they were a kid, and finally, you know, they got to a position in life where they could actually afford to buy this sports car or something. And they just absolutely love it. So everyone kind of, like I said, has the different different things they love and for different reasons. And like I said, that's what makes I suppose people keep coming back to for photography. So if you've got something that you you think is unique about your love for photography, why not share it with us? We'd love to hear what um, people's kind of, I suppose, what their um, how they see photography and what they love about it. And it may be something that we haven't even talked about here today is that there's something completely different that people love um, in their photography and I'd love to hear it. So we're available on all the you know social media sites and you can jump on and have a bit of a, 
a look at some of the stuff that we've um, other stuff that we've produced within the podcast as well. There's a lot of podcasts out there now. Like I said, we've been going for about three years on the Focus ones. So if you've just found this and this is just the first time listening to Focus, go back through the back catalogue. There's a lot of different, I suppose, subjects we've talked about. I've had a lot of different guests over the years as well. Terry, who was on the earlier um, Focus podcast, there's a lot of episodes of Terry and Terry's sharing a lot of her knowledge and her experience as a as a wedding photographer. And like I said, we've had many other guests along the way all telling a bit of the story and I'd love to have more guests on, but we've been kind of in a situation where it's been just very difficult to get people into the studio with everything that's happening in the world. So we're hoping that, you know, in the next few months, things might get to a point where we can start kind of getting back to some type of normality and we can start kind of, I suppose, bringing people back into the studio and um, recording some stuff and learning about why people do things and why they, why they pick up the camera and just understanding, you know, their, their reasons for photography. Anyway, until the um, next episode, keep safe, keep safe um, have fun shooting, and we'll talk real soon. See ya. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment. And don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone. Thank you.